Ask the Podcast Coach for November 7th, 2020. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting. Dot com and joining me right over there. I always have to remember which way do I point. Is, right is uh, <laughs> the one and only Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. I think we've both had super busy mornings already just trying to get you trying to get things set up. I've got a meetup going on, so it's been kind of crazy. Yeah, I've been playing. Today I'm using the Zoom P8 which is that new toy from I, I'm this is on loan, by the way, from zoom. And it's so I'm, I had to load all the buttons and things like that. And it is a little stressful, but you know what really like just sets the mood. It's Cappuccino, the so it's time for that morning pour. And uh, this, of course, the morning pour brought to you by our good friend, Mark over at, podcastbranding.co if you need anything to look really good. So I saw somebody this morning in Facebook. They said, hey, I need a logo. And I was like, you know what? Podcastbranding.co. Now, if he had said, I need artwork, I would have said, you know what? Podcastbranding.co. If he would have said, hey, anybody know somebody who does good websites? I'd say, yeah, podcastbranding.co. You work with Mark. And not only he, this isn't like a cheap template kind of thing. He's going to listen to your podcast. He's going to kind of get the vibe of your show and he's going to come up with artwork that, yeah, up there in the upper right hand corner right now that will make you look super professional. I know a lot of people are worried about sounding professional. You want to look professional too. And Mark will help you do that over at podcastbranding.co. And you know what? That's so cool. I want to hear it again. Cappuccino hold the Is that uh, pod safe music? It is. I don't know where I got that jingle. I think I got it off audioblocks.com, which is a service I use. But, you know, since we're talking about food and coffee, Jim, should we get an update on? I know last week you were talking about how you're, what is it you're actually doing? You're doing a meetup, right? Meet, M E A T, a meetup. The the whole, it's the Home Gadget Geeks Grill Barbecue and Smoker meetup. And the, the goal was just to get a bunch of us together to, just grill on a day, smoke, grill, you can do whatever you want. Right. And so we've thrown it out there and not a ton of folks, but a few, I wrangled uh, Dave, if you show my screen, I wrangled one of the guys you're seeing, this is the stream yard instance that you're seeing right now. Right. And uh, wrangled one of the guys into setting up a cam on his smoker. Both were actually doing much better smoking at one point in time. Joe, who this is his, his, his Weber that he's smoking on was really billowing smoke. Oh, I see it. Great. Yeah. A little, it's, it, you can kind of see it, but early on and it was doing really well. And then this, this is my, my grill. I did, I have chicken going this morning and I, I have a little roaster and you can put some beer. So I have harp spear in there kind of going on and we're, we're roasting it. So kind of a fun way. I got the chat room going on. So I'm watching two chat rooms this morning. <laughs> nice. uh, I got that chat room going on, this one going on and I kind of timed it. So we'd started eight central eight to nine was a, a traditional meetup. Like we'd get together, you know, like you would in a meetup, right? You know, just get everybody online, prepped the chicken, put the rub on, did some of those kinds of things, talked about the setup. Then we took the equipment outside and set them up on the smokers so that they could be going while I was doing Ask the Podcast Coach. So it's kind of cool. I've got this going on. So live smoker cams are happening. And then this is going on during during the show. So as soon as we're done, we will, uh, I'll go back out and check the chicken. It's, it's like a two fifty, So it's, it'll be, it'll be just fine. Yeah. Just a fun Saturday, right? Daniel says he's worried about his man card. He says, I have no grill since mine broke a couple years ago. Well, no excuse, Daniel. Like my grill, I bought in 1996. <laughs> Ed, like, Ed says, just, you know, pop out the propane torch, the propane <laughs> torch, propane yeah. and propane accessories, and you'll be fine. <laughs> So. That's a good. That's Hank a good. Hill, uh, Bobby, that's, <laughs> that's pretty. Good. I'm always stunned at your ability to do voices, Dave. <laughs> you just do them so well. That actually came from my cousin. Now, my cousin, this is talk about things you just don't get. My cousin does an awesome Aunt Mildred. He could do my grandma, 
And it was just something I think it's my wife. My wife used to say I have weird hearing because I just hear things that other people like when I listen to music, it's really weird. I will hear the the tambourine on the third beat. And she's like, I've never noticed that and be like, listen, it's on the third beat, not the second. She's like, you're just weird. So <laughs> but uh, somebody asked me, how is my move going? It's, yeah, how's it going? it's I'm still really not much since last week. You changed the studio. You got the camera closer or yeah. you, you, you changed slightly from last Yeah, week. zoomed in a little bit. I'm lighting my background. Still, my, my actual banner is somewhere. But by you, big, how are you lighting? Like, uh, what are you, what I, are you I have right now, I'll just pull my camera here. So what I'm doing, I have two lights on sticks, basically. So I got one over there and they're, they're diffused. And then mm-hmm. on the floor, oh, you can't see it. I have these little lights on the floor that are pointing at the backdrop, which isn't there just to light up the, just to kind of help me. Cause a lot of times I'm wearing a black shirt, which isn't great. I kind of then start to blend into the background and uh, you know, so, and I, I have bookcases now. And if I were to tilt just a little bit this way, is it this way? There you go. I do now have, that was the big thing that was added to cool. the studio, the, the whiteboard. So that, nice. but it's just, every time you think something's done, it's not, you know, so it's uh, like, there's, there's a thing, there's a cabinet that sits it's weird. You kind of nudge it between your your toilet, and it ends up sitting on top of your toilet without sitting on top of your toilet. Well, apparently mm-hmm. the tank in this house is four inches uh, taller than the one in my apartment. So it's actually sitting on the toilet. And I'm like, that's not going to work. So I, I've been doing all sorts of stuff. And Oh, there's adjustments. Yeah. Hey, what do you well, think now that you've moved in, Yeah, right? And you are going to give some podcasters some advice like on moving. If you got to move, the thing's... You wish you knew four weeks ago about moving into a new place, podcasting related. So with equipment or yeah. with a studio setup, like what, what's the one or two things you, you wish you could tell yourself four weeks ago about moving your studio? At the end, towards the end, and you're really tired of boxing things up and you've, you've got miscellaneous stuff laying around and you'll go, just whatever, just throw it in a box. I'll figure it out later. I still have a couple of things that I don't know where they're at. And I've kind of gone through most of the boxes. So that's that. The obvious things are you might want to take a picture of if you're using a mixer or something like that, take a picture of how it is. Realize that if you change something, you're going to run into things like it used to be my computer was on the left side of my desk. And I said, well, that's the way I exit. So I'm going to put it on the right. Well, all of a sudden, all the cables to my monitors, all the all of a sudden, I had to switch everything because I had labeled them. This is the left monitor. This is the right monitor. But now, you know, just stuff like that where cables didn't didn't work and things like that. So you might want to kind of first starting out, keep it as like the way it was. And then once everything gets set up, then you start tweaking I know I've rearranged my bedroom three times now that I'm like, oh, this will, oh, okay. So that would be it. And then like I have, just keep all the stuff together. Don't, like I have a box just labeled microphones because what's in it? Microphone. So if I'm looking for a microphone, like if somebody said right now, where's the ATR 2100? I'd have to go find the microphone box. Mm. So that kind of g- good labeling and things like that helped. But the the one that kind of threw me for a loop was, hey, I, I thought I could just put my computer on the other side of my desk. And that, in the end, it didn't cause a problem. I was just like, oh, wait a minute. I got to swap some cameras around. And I don't know if this is going into the recording. I'm using the Zoom PodTrack P8 right now. And there's a little weird little static thing going on. Hmm. And I this morning, it kept cutting out of StreamYard. Like, I would lose connection. And so I went and put brand new batteries in it. Originally, I was with Chris Nessie. We, we took the batteries out, and I was communicating with him on StreamYard before. So I know it operates without batteries. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of right now scratching my head on what's going on. But this is one of the reasons why I wanted to use this today. Because every time I use it for three minutes to do a demo, it works great. I haven't mm-hmm. used it in an extended period. So that's one of those where I'm like, huh, maybe this is not quite as cool as well, yeah, well, I don't hear it here. So we're probably the StreamYard instance is probably going to be pretty clean because yeah. I hear what you what, what's being recorded on StreamYard. So it seems pretty clear there. Maybe there's a in the in the local, you know, in your local monitoring, there's something going on that you're hearing that we're not. 
<laughs> Chris, Chris says, what world are we living in where the Roadcaster Pro can be a background decoration? It's because I'm using the P8. I did find something about this that I was like, oh, like if we play, well, if I go ahead and hit this again, it picks up where I left off. That's set to pause, hmm. which is kind of cool. So if I was yeah, commenting on something, I could say, well, listen, you'll see what he says here. Okay, but did you hear? So I'm like, but wait, what no. if I want it to go back to the beginning? And I don't think this is in the manual. If I press and hold down that button for 1,001, 1,002, two seconds, it rewinds. Let's get ready to. Okay. Talk. That's handy. Yes. Can you fade it as we're talking? Can I, you just I can fade do, it yeah, down? Yeah, I, so I can do it, which is what I basically. I can with the knife. Okay, that's kind of cool. Um, but I was like, wait, what if I want to go back? And, you know, if I, I, it's cool that I can pause it. But I was like, there are times when you're like, hold on, let me start it over. And I was like, huh. There is one thing on this thing that I was like, oh, there's on the Roadcaster, you have, when you press a button, you see how much time is left on that. So that you can kind of, like for me, I know at 11 seconds is when I start to move the fader up because I'm almost out of music. I have no idea how much time is left on that thing. So I'm going to cheat today. I plug my phone in. And when it comes time uh-huh. to do the end music, I will use uh, Backpack Studio for, for that. And I see Jim has, uh, what are we adding here? What is this? Oh, oh no. So I was. Uh, you're, oh, you're, you're just you're shopping. At, you're, you're better at watching. I was just thinking, no, it's podcast related. It's, right. a good thing. it's a good thing it was. Let's just be really clear <laughs> yeah. about that. No, when I was hanging out with Ed a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the Moto M2 and all this mm. talk of, of interfaces and got me thinking, I need to start watching the price on that because I've kind of committed I'm mm. going to replace my Mackie. You know, I have a Mackie uh, FX Pro. It's not that's not the right. Yeah, FX Pro. Yeah, that's the right. That's the right thing. Eight here, and it it's it's big and bulky, and the pre's are not great. And so Ed has kind of talked me into the the Moto M2, which is a two by two, and it'll you know it's that big. It'll sit on my desk. It's got some meters. I don't do what you do, so it's for me it's different, but. Yeah, all this talk of, of audio devices got me thinking, okay, I better start uh, figuring out. Patreon just paid. So I'm like, ah, I better start figuring out when I'm going to pick up the M2 and replace it here in the studio. Yeah, it's always nice when that Patreon check shows up. You're like, oh, you, oh yeah. You can, sh- you can show that. It's not uh, it's not uh, contraband there at this point. <laughs> but I think this, is, uh, I think this is where I'm going. The Motu M2. Yeah, it looks, I know, I, I've seen a lot of Bandrew videos from uh, Podcastage. Mm-hmm. And he really went kind of bonkers. Like, you know, usually he's like, yeah, this is good. This is good. He's like, wow, this is, he goes, if anybody was, you know, looking to buy an interface and he kind of had the same thing, the fact that it has meters. And of course he always goes way bonkers on measuring the noise in the background and things like that. And uh, so. Um, yeah. Bangs is asking, did I look at the mix pre three? And yeah, I did. I actually, I, I tested mm-hmm. that out when I was at podcast movement last year. It's a little more than I want. Like I, I, the, 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 those devices, I don't do all the things that I wouldn't use it for what it's really designed to be used for. And so, so yeah, this, and it's a, it's a little more expensive, so I can get this. I think these are 160, 170, something like that. So yeah, I, this is the one I'm of, of all the ones I checked with. This is the one we tested a bunch when I was with that. And, and this is what I'm going with. Yeah. He's asking, does the P8, how upgradable is it via firmware? You know, I don't know, and I know somebody else asked. I put out a video on the Roadcaster versus the the P8, and the one thing that somebody asked me on YouTube, and that is one thing that's kind of cool about YouTube. You will get feedback. It's not always the feedback you want, but this person said, what's the difference in the warranty? And the Zoom comes with one year, the Roadcaster comes with one year, and you get an additional year if you register it. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you register it? I guess if you don't want to get tracked or marketed to or whatever, but you know, but it was, that was something I didn't think about like warranty, but I know when I, that was the first thing I did when I plugged it in is I went to the zoom site to see if there was an upgrade. Cause it shows up and it's like firmware 1.0. And I'm like, Ooh, I, yeah. bet, I bet there's an upgrade. And if there is, I didn't see it. So we'll, we'll see what happens. So, but so again, Zoom, Zoom, right? Yeah. Zoom makes them. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and John's 
John they don't is, have a history, though, right? They don't have a history of updating their firmware on their devices. That's a good question. Does the H6 or H4? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Is Go it, ahead with John. Is it plastic or metal? It's plastic. Actually, both of these are plastic. It just road looks less plasticky, and it's it's you know. But let me double check on that. It is. It's heavy. But yeah, no, that's 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 plastic. Yeah, that's definitely plastic. So you it'd know. be great if it was like carbon fiber. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still for me the one that I still go is like the go to is the P four for like the average podcaster because this is cool and you can do live stuff. But you know, we'll, we'll see. Oh, Bang says the F series does. So they they've had it in the past. If they're smart, they they will. And he says they've released firmware updates for the H series. So yeah. So the H six. So it's so if they have a history of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if that it would that, that's that's a precedent. That's kind of why I asked that. Like, if, if, yeah. have they done it? Do they know how to do it? You know, some of these manufacturers don't even have a channel to be able to do it. Right. So if they've been doing it in the past and they have a channel to do it or they've got a way to do it, well, okay, you, you should probably watch for an update. I bet one one will come down. I I bet maybe after the first of the year, like. You know, they just released it and they're probably getting feedback and working on unless they find some kind of major vulnerability in it. You know, I, I doubt they'll release anything sooner. I know they Glenn Hebert, who's a patron and the guy over at horseradionetwork.com, he got a P4 and he got it from B&H and he said it finally showed up, which is interesting because if you go over there, it's all pre-order stuff. So apparently the minute they come in, they go right back out and that's. I don't know if that's a COVID issue, you know, coming probably more likely from China. Who knows that mm-hmm. it's, you know, why? Because everybody's like, why is it so hard to keep them in stock? And I'm like, well, if you can't have as many people at the factory making them or I have no idea. So, but Chris has a question here in the the chat room. He says, any advice for starting a sports team fan podcast? My friend and I are launching a Yankees fan podcast. This is Jim. I'm going to let you take the, here because I have a weird thought on on sports talk. So, any any ideas on this? Yeah, a couple. One is that area is probably flooded right now with with that. So you're you're jumping into expect the Yankees. You're, you're jumping into a pretty you know probably a, a a pretty overexposed market for that. And it's not to say you shouldn't do it. You just have to be better than a lot of the the other ones that's going on. And then I think. You got, you know, I have this saying, anything worth doing is worth overdoing. And I think if you're going to do a fan podcast and you're going to, you're going to get noticed. I think Nick taught us this, right? You got to kind of go over the top and then get support from the team. This is where it's going to be hard with the Yankees. He was, he was working with a soccer team, right? It was in their best benefit or in their best interest to be featured because nobody was watching soccer in those days. Let's just be really clear. Pre-pandemic, nobody was watching soccer. So it was in there, it was in the league's interest or the team's best interest to have that relationship. Yankees, not so much like you're, and actually they're probably going to fight you, you know, as we found out from Nick when he was doing the, the, the Bengals stuff, right? Right. The NFL came after him for some things. So uh, I would say, Chris, I think you just gotta just be very, very careful. And, and make sure you're not violating any of those, any of the kind of the, you know, the things that's going to put you in a place where they're going to come after you. Yeah, that's Kim Cratchy from Toastmasters101.net is saying, go talk to Corey. Corey is a great guy. I think he actually finally retired Ivy Envy. And that's one of the reasons why he didn't have to change his show is Mm -hmm. somehow Ivy Envy. I don't know if I'd have to go look it up and see if it's like Ivy Envy, a Chicago Cubs podcast or because when everybody got their hands smacked, Corey didn't because he kind of, as much as I always say, don't go inside baseball, no pun intended, but he he did kind of go inside baseball that only Chicago people knew. I still don't understand what Ivy Envy means, but. Well, Ivy's on the, the Ivy on the wall. Yeah. It, in, at Wrigley. Yeah. So it's, it was just kind of a play on words, right? That, that, you know, they have Ivy and no one else does. Yeah. So Ivy the other thing that I, I'm. A while back, I was going to have Jay Soderberg on, uh, Pod Vader, to ask. I don't know why this didn't happen. I think we were having scheduling conflicts. And I was going to ask him, how do you make a sports show different? Because if you think about it, you turn on any sports show, they talk 
about players, and no matter what you say, you're not going to change the outcome of what they're doing. Then the game happens, which you have no control over. And at the end of the the game, you then talk about things that happened. That you, it's just to me, it's it's just opinion, opinion, opinion. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you're a hyper, I, I I was I was thinking about this the one day, like how like Tampa Bay was in the World Series, and I was listening to Jonathan Oaks, and there's something about. I mean, I remember when Cleveland won the the NBA. There's somehow because they're your team. Like, you're like, yay, we don't stink. Ha ha. You know, yes, our lakes are on fire, but we're, we're not awful. And I, I just think the whole mentality of sports and look, I'm, you know, I watch the Browns every Sunday and every Monday I'm depressed. And, you know, that's just, I think sports in general is just an interesting. Yeah. Like philosophy, philosophically, like, why do we like sports? I think they're cool. And that's why there are so many sports talk shows. Half the anytime an FM station changes format here, nine times out of 10, they're going to sports talk. So he he might, Dave, this may be a good time to get into this because the leagues are hurting, you know, they're with COVID. It has been hard and, you know, they can't have fans in the stands. And so it, it, it might be a right. This might be the right time. It's for baseball. It's the off season. So this may be the right time to get it started and get, get, you know, gather some, you know, gather some folks. I think you're going to have to find a niche in there. You're going to have to find that. How are you going to be different than all the other talking beer drinking podcasts that talk about sports? Because there's got to be something besides screw the Red Sox. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> Kim has an interesting no, point. Oh, that's all there is between the Yankees. <laughs> well, that's, that's me. I'm like, okay. In this show, we talk about how we hate the Red Sox. Hate the. But uh, Kim says, maybe pay more attention to the minor league team that feeds the team. Yeah. Make yeah. connections with the up and coming players to get in. And then when they go into the big league, you're like, hey, I was talking to you when you played for the, you know, mm-hmm. the New York Peanuts. And, and now you're whatever. So show every fourth show goes down to the minor leagues. So, you know, do three shows on the major, a show on the minor, give minor league updates, you know, to go down and talk. Certainly see the minor leaguers and the minor league teams are in the right position to want that kind of advertising. Yeah, that's they, don't, they don't normally get it. Right. And so you might be able to get actual interviews with those players. You might get ones pre players going out, injured players oftentimes move down to the minors, So maybe you can get a chance to get an interview with them. I mean, you got to find those motivations, right. To get the, to catch them when they're the most motivated to to be on your show. And then the other thing is I would think sports people are somewhat competitive, hence that's what sports is all about. So you might be able to come up with a who's your favorite Yankee of all time? Like give us your top five Yankees. And then because what you do, somebody's gonna go, well, Willie Mays, and this is where, you know, Mr. Coffee, you know, Babe Ruth, blah, blah, blah. And I'm this I'm so not a baseball guy. And then when that person gives you your top five list, then you argue about it. And that's because that's, I mean, they do the same thing. That metal show was on uh, VH1 for the longest time. And somebody would come on like, here's the top five Kiss albums. And you're like, what do you mean? You can't put Love Gun at number three. Oh, what? Kiss Alive? Come on. And you're like, you argue about things that really, it's, that's where I go, really? I mean, to me, when I watch, I always love Shannon Sharp and the old white guy. Uh, Forget his name. but. I don't it, Skip Bayless. And they're always like, oh, Skip, today you are, here's your, here's your script and you hate Michael Jordan. And, yeah. you know, Shannon, you're going to love LeBron and you two are going to argue. I'm like, I always, and they go at it like you're talking about world peace. And I'm like, really? I love that conflict. I, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. But yeah. People love that conflict. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So Dave, what you said about the P8. Totally wrong. I can't believe you'd like, <laughs> you'd even like it. That's the worst. What do we call that thing? Audio yeah. mixer. Is it a mixer? Is it a, what is it? Portable recording device. No, we'll I would That's call it a the mixer. Worst yeah. mixer I've ever seen. I know you like it more than anything, but I hate it. I, I do like having a big chunk of my desk back. Jeremy says it's never a bad idea to just email the media contact for the team for interviews or their access. They'll probably say no, but they might say yes. And, and keep, I, I was on a, and keep doing it. I was on a call internally with Gallup yesterday, a couple of days ago, maybe. And we were recording some tips. And one of the tips, one of the marketing tips or sales tips, one of the, the, the ladies gave was it takes for a, for a yes, it sometimes can take on a sale between 18 and 22 contacts to get that yes 
And oftentimes we give up, the average person gives up after three. So, you know, I don't know about you. I get emails all the time from people wanting to advertise on the average guy.tv. I'm sure you just get blasted with those, right? I ignore them. And it's almost, as soon as she said that, I thought, you know, she's kind of right. Because they hit me once. Then they're like, hey, did you see my email? Uh, And then, hey, I just wanted to make sure you saw my email. And then they disappear three times. Yeah, It takes 18 to get to, you know, you got to kind of continually. So you got to stay at it longer than three. I would love to know who the marketing guru is because it's the same script. Like the second one's like, hey, I do want to bug you. Just want to make sure you saw that. And the third one is, hey, just, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, here we go. I had a guy email me this week. I think it's this one. Um, no, um, no, that's don't not be it. Boring. Well, don't be boring. Is too. See, this is the other thing. I don't know which button is what. But anyway, I'm going to guess this one. And now it it's time for a power rant. So I have a guy contact me this week. And he wants to know how he can be interviewed on the podcast rodeo show. And I was like, cannot be more obvious that you've done absolutely zero homework on listening to the show before you pitch it. So I now have a, I use text expander, which is this cool thing where I just type hashtag bad pitch. And it it says, hey, thanks so much for your interest in my show. Watch these videos to learn a little bit about it. Look forward to hearing from you. And both those YouTube videos are, this is a really horrible pitch. So, and then I go, if you'd like to start your own podcast, please, you know, go over. So um, why, why not just, yeah, why not? I don't know. Yeah. Why not just I do get, a little homework? Yeah. Well, I get it. But what I've been doing, I set up a Patreon level mm-hmm. that says, Hey, if you want to post something on my site, because that's the ones I get all the time. We want to replace a link. We want to post on the site. And I just set up a Patreon thing and I just send it back. And that stops. I did have one. I did have one pay the 50 bucks. Nice. To, I was like, it's a post. It's 50 bucks. And they paid it. <laughs> I was like, okay. I had a cool thing going where I had another one where if it was somebody that was like, eh, maybe I'll actually think about this person. And I would send them to pot it. I now accept you know, interview requests via Podit, and I would send them using my affiliate link. And I actually had somebody sign up, and unfortunately, Podit canceled their affiliate program. And I was like, bummer, because I was like, I think I got like 10 bucks. And I was like, pennies make dollars the last time I checked. So you, you know how they always promise like, oh, we've got a huge social network and mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to promote this because I always say, what's in it for me? <laughs> you know, what's what's in it for me? And, you know, one of the things I hadn't thought is like, Make them promote something for me in advance. So like say, yeah, hey, I'm, no, I'm willing to do this, but you have to promote this in advance and then prove it to me before you know you put it on. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about doing it that way because, again, many of them won't, but you just got to hold that account. If they really want to do it and they really have these big networks and they're really going to do it for you, eh, maybe for some it's worth the swap. Kyle says you want to be a guest and please tell me which episode and guest you liked best of my solo show. Yeah, I had a guy yesterday, and I felt bad. He kind of came back. Uh, he he said, "Hey, I listen to your show, big fan, blah blah blah. Would really just like to meet you." Mm. And I go over to his website, and he does a lot of streaming radio. And I said, "I would love to have a chat. Here's my scheduling link, which of course is consulting. Mm-hmm. You know, blah blah blah." And he emailed me back. and said, "Well, and he's from Australia." And he's like, well, where I'm from, we kind of help each other out. And I said, you know, I, I emailed him back. I said, I'm sorry I sound like Scrooge. I said, but I've kind of been Scrooged uh, a couple times this year where the one, a guy asked me on his show to talk about interviewing. And I gave him some of my best tips. I, I have him on the School of Podcasting, too. And then turned around and made a course out of it. And I was like, I, I don't remember that in the discussion, yeah. you know, so it's kind of like, eh, you know, and I was like, all right, let's not worry about her. But I was just kind of like, when you want to pick my brain now, I, I did have somebody that had it because of my podcast story and they said, Hey, can we do this as like a little baby interview? In fact, that's what's coming up on the school of podcasting. I have two kind of baby interviews with people that had pretty cool because of my podcast stories. That's a different story. And at the end, I'm happy to answer any questions you have, but just like, can I pick your brain? You know, and I was just like, mm, that's that's called consulting in my book. And he's like, well, where I'm from, we help each other out. And I'm like, well, where I'm from, I keep getting screwed. So I'm sorry. Yeah. 
So. Daniel has a great comment in the chat room, yeah. and he says, "Oops, nope, uh, no, he just moved." That's nice. Where I'm from, we pay people people for, for their value. value. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I actually thought about this last night because it's one of those things I don't think about. Because if I do, I I start to get upset, and I'm like, you know what? And it dawned on me that if I wanted to, in theory, because he didn't have me sign anything, I could say, "I want you to pull that down. I want you to pull down my interview." But yeah. I was like, you know what? It is. Is as much as I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll know better next time. Were, were you in the Were you in the course at all? I mean, did he? I reference? don't. I don't know. I just know it was like I gave him all these tips, and and the next thing I know, he's he's got a thing on how to be the best interviewer, interviewee, and I was like, huh. And I was. It, it, it might be worth it to go back to him and say, you know, it this this looks a lot like the interview we did, and I'd like it, maybe you can listen to it or get access yeah. to it to say was it written content or was it audio content i need to go see i i just saw his he he had a facebook ad and i was like hey that's the guy and that's his courses on interviewing and i was like "Eh, he didn't tell me that well he might have done a bunch of interviews too he yeah you've kind of done that before i mean you've entered interviews you don't need to make a course off of it you did write a book like you people and then wrote a book about it yeah you you got their permission right i got their permission and i told them you're not getting i said you're getting paid in exposure that lovely Right. And you gave them credit, right? In the book, you gave them credit for it. Yeah, and right. had their website and all sorts of stuff. So yeah. Mystic is asking, am I using the PA, the the PodTrack 8? Yes, I am today. So it's it's great fun, and you know I can do fun things like... No one will punch you in the face. And, you know... Um, don't be boring. You know, and all the other... And Jim, what's that one microphone that everybody uses that has the real bassy bottom end? I think it's a Heil PR40. So, uh, but joining us, you know him, you love him. I don't, I have, I could, wait a minute. If I, here's, it's kind of cool. You can do this on the fly. Of course you can do this on the roadcaster too. I need some cool, like jazzy. Yeah, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only bangs naughty bits. <laughs> so, bangs, uh, how are you, buddy? Pretty darn good. Everybody. Now I, there I he is. Point, a, when- what's up with your volume? What changed? It's like, quiet. It, you're quiet. We'll be real quiet. We'll so be real I reset quiet. the mix pre that I'm currently running. Oh, that's right. I, I remember factory, last week you said he was peeking off the channel. Re, I did a factory re, uh, restore to defaults and reset up all the gains and everything. I'm clipping yeah. effectively. Do you? So do you have StreamYard? In StreamYard, do you have the uh, audio set? Uh, they added back in the adjust auto levels and no. it's checked. Huh. I am checked. Very you, weird. Dave, you can adjust him now on the fly. Yeah, so, I just have through, to ride the fader when Banks come on. No, 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 it's not a big no, no. In StreamYard. So go up to his... Oh, really? Go up the three dots yeah. and, and say, I think this says mic Edit control. mic settings. Oh. Yeah, so go into that, and then you can kind of dictate I can turn mode. off automatically, and I, I can adjust yep. his volume. And then there's a beta feature that you can bring him up. Okay. All right, let's try that. Bangs, what's your question? Well, I don't have a question, but I wanted to point out that last year there was a number of advertisers who would send you security software that you could, they wanted you to advertise on your podcast or YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And when you installed that software, it did the security thing and stole all your credentials and your YouTube channel and passwords and stuff. So when you're getting these pitches, you have to vet them for other things other than they just don't know your show is a solo show. Yeah. Yeah. That's a super good point. That's a, it's a really good point on the software side. You know, that's going to be kind of limited to the tech folks in some ways, but, but it's a good reminder, like in just because they're giving you free software to do this doesn't mean it's good software either. Right. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out. It hadn't been mentioned yet. Yeah. And that was a big thing last year. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And thanks for coming in. Now, now we know we can just we can just raise your volume when you come in. Which is just the most insane thing. I'm actually going to grab my uh, Q2U next time and just go in that way. Give it a try. Thanks for jumping in here, man. I appreciate it. There you, you go. Take care. Thanks, right, man. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Bang's Naughty Bits. Good, pretty oh. handy little feature in StreamYard, right? I guess. Now, did it make a difference? Yeah, it made a difference for me. Like he, his volume came up when oh, you did it. Okay, good. Yeah. Volume yeah. is much better now. Okay, cool. What did you have him at? Did you take it all the way to the right? I took it all the way to the right. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Went it, was, all, it was fine. Because otherwise fine. it was simply. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Enough playing. I'm kind of thirsty. I think we need to do. <laughs> oh, I got a mid show. I do have that ready. Yeah, um, right. Here let's, we let's, let's. And uh, while you're doing that, we will thank our awesome supporters, including today. I thought about this. We haven't thanked the ten dollars supporters in a while. What's going on? I'm clicking on share, and I've got a spinning circle. This is not making me feel good. It, it it's kind of it's kind of crazy town on this Christmas stuff, it, and no judgment one way or another. If you want to celebrate Christmas, if you on your podcast want to start celebrating Christmas right now, to be honest, the delay is probably going to. There we go. The delay is probably going to do you well. So start your Christmas planning now. That's the moral of the story. I'm actually ready to put up the tree. I know it's like not even yeah. Thanksgiving. I was like, I'm ready to decorate this house. Why not? But Why not? speaking of Thanksgiving. And uh, holidays and things you're thankful for. I'm thankful for our awesome supporters, awesome people like the Indie Drop-In Network. If you go to IndieDropIn.com, it's a place where you can basically connect with other amazing independent creators. Carl White at LifeInTheCarolinasPodcast.com. Kim Kragy, who's in the chat room over at Toastmasters101.net. If you want to get your Toastmasters on, it's a great place to start. Ed Sullivan over at SonicCupcake.com. Shane over at spybrary.com. I actually use every day the Shane. I have my, what do you call this thing? I, I use a spybrary uh, coaster there on my know. desk. So Michael Delaney over at Baby Mountain Radio Productions, where podcasting hard work are made fun. Find that at babymountainradio.com. Max Trescott at aviationnewstalk.com. If you're into planes and such, Greg over at Debt Shepherd where he teaches financial wellness. Glenn the Geek Hebert over at horseradionetwork.com. Glenn was maybe going to come on today. I just remember. Remember when he sent that email and said, could he come yeah. on? So maybe he's got something going really on. Really nice email from, from Glenn. Thanks yeah. for that. He, really, really nice. He's got some, re- he's got a really, because of my podcast story, that is phenomenal. And also we want to thank our $10 supporters this week. We're talking about people like Fransley over at b-great.today. Dr. Norm Chapin at beyondthebedside.net. Jeffrey over at Podnuts. That's P-O-D-N-U-T-Z. Jonathan Bloom at weeklyawesome.com. Kyle Bondo over at gagglepod.com. Katie Holmes at outwittray.com. That two T's always messes me up. Martin at uh, christianstt.com. Well, you said Michael Delaney. Michael gets double billing here. I need to update or remove him. Well, you get the idea. We talked about Nick earlier over at CincinnatiSoccerTalk.com. Sean Park at Be Your Own Nerd. Josh Rivers at PodcastGuyMedia.com. I was actually just on Josh's show talking about the book Profit from Your Podcast. If you would like to be an awesome supporter, simply go over to AskThePodcastCoach.com slash awesome. Or as I just mentioned, you can buy the book uh, Profit from Your Podcast. Find that at Profit from Your Podcast. Dot com. So can we, can we do a quick smoker check? Oh yeah, absolutely. We are, we're in full smoke mode now. So you can see Joe's, <laughs> Joe's grill is, is definitely, his is on the right. He, he has the black Weber on the right. Mine is on the left. Both have picked up steam in their, in their smoking. So if you, they are going, these will, this will be going till 11 o'clock and, and, and excited for that. So pretty cool. That's, it's one of those things that, it's almost like a, a fish tank. You know, if you think about it, it's the same fish swimming back and forth, left and right. Yeah. But you're kind of like, especially this one. I mean, that smoker on the right, as we sit here, and it's just this little black kind of bulb, and it's just got smoke pouring out of it. But you're it's like, hey, right? that's different than it was. So it's kind of kind of satisfying to just watch the grills. One of the things I'm going to work on is getting some remote temperature sensing in an app that I can then stream or do, you know, do a picture in picture. So you'd see it smoking and then there'd be a picture of the temperature gauge of what, what's the temperature uh, the meat's at, the temperature the grill is at, those kinds of things. So I could watch it and I could remote watch it on YouTube anywhere in the house. But I want to. Here's a tip. If okay. you, I have one of those thermometers that you plug it in and then on a cable, it shows the temperature and so when you see that, hey, it's at whatever, 180 degrees or something like that, and you open the lid, don't grab that little thing with your hand because it's 180 degrees. That will hurt. I learned that's actually way. probably a little hotter than that. Yeah. The, yeah. It, the, it, the, that's measuring the temperature in the meat. That thing is probably two or 300 degrees. 
so you will burn. They they, they have one called a meter, uh, M-E-A-T-E-R, that is actually uh, completely wireless. So it's just it's just a rod about that long. It's got a little antenna, you know, on oh, nice. the inside. You put it in, there's no wire. And then it Wi-Fi's or Bluetooth over to a receiver and you get your, you know, you get your temperature that way. But I thought it'd be fun. I was going to try and set up for this. So we'll do it for the next one to on screen show what the temperatures are. Cool. So people could watch that. Uh, Eduardo wants to know, did Zoom share with you when the P will be available? B&H says mid-November. I don't have any update. You have the same. I will ask because I, I need to get the address to ship this back. I made the mistake. They shipped it in a box. And, you know, me with boxes, I just kind of went on the like, hey, I got all these empty boxes. Let's rip them up and put them in recycling. And all of a sudden I went, where's the Zoom box? And I was like, oh, oops, ups. So I need to go to Staples today Sorry. and yeah, buy a box to um, to ship it back. So here is a, I don't know if we talked about this or not. It's a question from Noah. This is out in a Facebook group. Hey guys, I've seen this asked before, but it was from years ago and no great answers. When I search for my podcast um, using keywords, especially, oh, this isn't the question that I wanted, but we can talk about this, especially show we are covering other podcasts come up, but not my own. Is there something I could be doing differently? This is not the question I thought it was, but that's all right. So in other words, hey, I'm searching for my show and it doesn't show up in Apple. And the the answer for this is, uh-huh. Yep, that's 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 right. And it's a horrible answer, but the that's the case. I have a video that I will put in the show notes at askthepodcastcoach.com slash three eighteen once it's done. And I go in and show where I search for the podcast radio show and I search for the feed by name and they just don't show up. So that's why when you do sometimes that's where you can search by the author. So a lot of times if you search for Dave Jackson, you'll find my stuff. If you search for podcast rodeo show, you won't. And so that's where I always say, and this is the other one I, I don't get. Can it be, can we do a double power rant in the same? And now it's time for a power rant. I do not understand this. People using third party stuff to like, hey, go to clickadoodle.com slash ask. Why would I want to promote Clickadoodle? And I'm just making that up, by the way. When I could go, you know, askthepodcastcoach.com slash subscribe. Because what that does, it reinforces your brand. It And then when people go there, you can have all the buttons using Daniel's, you know, social subscribe and follow. And plus, if you're doing the Facebook thing and you want to pixelate people, you can do that. You're not going to get that from Clickadoodle. I, I just, that's one that I just go... Why? But because somebody goes, look, we make it easy. And and I get that. But, you know, I know Daniel has a cool thing now. Love podcast love. Help me out, Daniel. And something like that. That is cool. But I would still do that via a pretty link on my website. It'd be like school. I think I have it. School of podcasting dot com slash love. I don't know if that's working or not, but I know that's how I was going to do it. And what it does is it figures out what app you're on. So it doesn't show like Google Podcasts to, you know, a iOS person on an Apple phone or things like that. So it's a little smarter that way, but that's one that I I see a lot that I saw Daniel had come up with a a thing. And so, but, so if you're saying, Hey, my show doesn't show up, don't feel, and it's also the same for Spotify. And from what I've seen, Amazon isn't quite up to stuff with their, you know, search. And that's unfortunately just in the, who's that Bruce Hornsby? That's the way it is. Some mm-hmm. things will never change. Man, that's an 80s reference. Nice <laughs> you dug deep. I think that's like 84. Yeah, that's very old. <laughs> uh, it's a great tune, though. Uh, it was It was good. It was good. Um, Clickadoodle.com, by the way. Yeah. Available. Not available. Not available. <laughs> it's not a, it's a retail site. Yeah, it's a retail site. You can, if you go to the averageguy.tv slash hover, though, you can get $2 off your first uh, domain that you buy on hover. Clickadoodle.online is available. You could do that if you want. If you want to go buy that. But clickadoodle.com, mm, not going to do anything. Oh, I, assuming I spelled that right, C-L-I-C-K-A-D-O-O-D-L-E. Is that how you spoke clickadoodle? I love that you, just, you pulled that out of the air. That was great. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all, you know, these different things. And I was like, ah, really? Clickadoodle.live is available. Clickadoodle.net. And it's always, usually, and I get, because Instagram, you only have one link. And I'm like, well, why not make 
that link because that's all it is. It's a landing page. Why not make that mm-hmm. landing page on your website? Reinforce no, your right brand. on you. You want to send it back to yours? Right? Yeah, it just that's. Uh, I did hear today. I heard two things this week about Anchor. You know, so no, we're not going to make that a power ramp. But uh, <laughs> it was like, oh, here we go. Three. It's it's the, be a record. <laughs> we just set a record. What's the thing they do? It's the hat trick in uh, yeah, in hockey. Just um, do it. Just play it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. All right. And now it's time for a power rant. Uh, the thing I hate about Anchor is the fact that they do not let you know that, hey, when we submit your show to Apple and Google and Spotify and Stitcher and all these places for you, they don't say, oh, by the way, you're going to lose access to additional stats. That's my big gripe with with Anchor. But they are now IAB certified. But James Cridlin found out that they changed something in their their payment thing to where you now have to make 10 bucks before you get paid at yeah. anchor that makes sense and so if you if you're using the at least what for me on my fake anchor shows that i have i'm i have anchor as my only sponsor and i'm getting a penny per download which means i have to have a thousand downloads and if the average person is getting 120 downloads you're gonna take two and a half months to get your 10 bucks which is better than a poke in the eye you know, no one will punch you in the face or poke you in the eye, but just, it's just one of those things where people think they're going to make a ton of cash. And I'll be interested to see now because already uh, Daniel, I think is working on some stats about anchor on how many are active and things like that. And uh, I'll be interested to see now that when that person puts out their first episode and they see, wow, I made 16 cents and I've got to do, you know, 30 more of these. <laughs> To, to get my 10 bucks, if that will cause people to leave even earlier than they're already doing. So it should be interesting. It it does give them an opportunity though, to do this. I, and I understand that Ray was talking about this on the latest podcasters roundtable. Mm-hmm. There's this weird tension that we have between we're happy. It gives everybody an opportunity to podcast. And yet it's, it's creating a podcast wasteland, right? I mean, it's just, it's a struggle to I think we have conflicting feelings about that and in what they're doing. And, and of course, I mean, their, their goal is to advertise through Spotify. We have to be really, we have to be really, really clear that all this is a huge gigantic funnel. You know, who I haven't, I haven't heard is the, who's the guy's uh, launch pad. And that is, uh, that's a oh, uh, for, po- podcast uh, one, something like that. I could have those, I could have those details wrong. But they came out with a splash, you know, they had the dogs. Oh, they yeah. Puppies, right? They had the puppies at Podcast Movement. I haven't heard much from them. I still use their, you know, I, I go to their site every week and put, put home gadget keeps. That up is there. true. I mean, they came out, they had their puppies, and I haven't heard. I yeah, don't, kind of quiet. I don't think they were at Podcast Movement. I, I did see, I will give kudos to Podcast Movement. Like the minute that thing was almost over, they had the replays almost immediately available. So I haven't had a chance to watch any yet. I'm still going to politely make myself believe that I am going to watch those. But I started to watch one and was like, okay, I'll finish this later. I want to watch Rob Walsh's. That's always good. Plus, it was Rob doing his, all this marketing stuff is BS. And he had to do it in 27 minutes. So that means he had to only use like the top stuff. When When you go smaller it really forces you to figure out, okay, what's the best stuff that's really going to to catch people. So, but Chris says, I just coached one of my college students who's starting a podcast or using Anchor and not getting screwed. Yeah, that's, I would say it's, you know, it's a great little training ground. You know, they are, there are IAB certified and there's also a new show. We should get, speaking of, of Pod Vader, queued up. I think it's Q-U apostrophe D because, you know, let's. We just talked about Apple having a bad time with search. Let's spell it cute. Uh, cued up podcasting. It's Jay and some other guy who has kind of a podcast advertising background. And it's it's because Jay used to do a thing, a podcast with mm-hmm, Joel Osteen. No, Joel something. Joel, really nice guy whose name I can't remember. And they just. You know, I don't, they're, they're still friends, but they couldn't find the schedule and things like that. So Jay still wanted to talk about podcasting. He started, started up this new one queued up and he was saying it was interesting because he was using 
Mm-hmm. Chartable, which is IAB certified. And it said he was getting three times the downloads of his IAB certified host. So that's one of those where you go, and, and they were certified, not these people that are saying, oh, we're IAB compliant. Mm-hmm. So and in theory, if you're certified within, I would think, a very small Joel Sharpton. Thank you, Daniel. The You should have the numbers fairly close. And when you're getting three times as many, and the only thing I can think of is Chartable has a redirect. That's how they do their stats. And I've heard Todd talk about how that's a whole different ballgame. But if they're certified, certified should be certified. So that's that was interesting. So queued up is a new podcast about podcasting. There are quite a few. There's a I found another one, the Podcast Party, which is another, you know, podcast about podcasting. So that's always fun. Anybody who would podcast about podcasting is just crazy. I don't know. Why why do you do it? That's dumb. Because money's gonna fall from heaven. Didn't you know that? Podcasting's hot, man. Daniel says anchors like Someone giving every teenager their own car, regardless of driver's head. Well, and well, that's here's that. I, I've said this before that I think sometimes. Oh, we're at, at it's that time. Holy cow! All I'm right, well, we'll we'll talk about this in uh, in post show where you know are we overthinking things? But uh, Jim, what's coming up on uh, the Average Guy TV besides uh, Smoker Vision? Oh, what's coming up here this week? Aaron Lawrence from uh, TechGadgetsCanada.com nice. came on and we reviewed, we talked about we talked about the latest in phones. We talked about the latest in these digital assistants as well as, t- as TV. So you want to do that? I haven't, I'm not even close to posting it. So it'll be out sometime this weekend out at TheAverageGuy.tv. There we go. On the uh, School of Podcasting, I mentioned earlier that I have two kind of because of my podcast stories. One, the guy's doing audio drama. And the other one, talking about niching down, she was a nutritionist. She used to teach yoga, and then she decided to niche down because she saw people that it, it's not about, it, it's kind of a, a, a dating coach, but it wasn't about how to go out and find a date. It's about how to stay in love with the person you are already dating. So that's kind of, and it's for kind of 20-year-old-ish females, and she now has more clients that she can keep up with so there's an example of niching down and how it works so both those stories are going to be on and also this week on youtube i just put out a video on the ph versus the roadcaster i'm going to be coming out on wednesday how to import how to convert your rss feed to a csv file because there are some tools out there that do not work when you have 700 episodes Mm-hmm. And I found out you can do it in Excel, and I had to dust off some of my Excel nerdiness to to do that. But that's uh, on my YouTube channel. You can find that at, I believe, schoolofpodcasting.com slash DaveTube, because I thought that'd be cute. DaveTube. Nice. Why not? Dave but to stick around for some post-show. We're going to talk about how people are overthinking things. And uh, thanks to the chat room. Hang around for just a second as I figure out how to turn this up. There we go. 